Let's go. Here we go. Let's go. Presented by Hertz. At Hertz, you can change scenery without ever changing your standards. That's right. No matter where you are with Hertz, you'll always find exactly the right vehicle to make your let's go moment unforgettable. Visit Hertz.com to book today. Hertz. Let's go. Tommy. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. How you doing today, Tommy? It's a rough go yesterday. Mm, I'm all right. I'm all right. Just as you described, rough, rough day and... um Man, losing sucks. That's just the reality. There's not a lot of explanation. Unfortunately, I've had to do, you know, too many, too much of that this year. So just learning from it and trying to be better. And obviously woke up at 3 a.m. this morning just trying to figure out, you know, I just had some real shitty plays yesterday at the end of the day. So you can't win when the quarterback turns it over four times, and that's on me. So that's how I feel. Like you say, it's never happened before. You haven't lost eight games in a season. And those four turnovers uh, all taking place there. Uh, in fact, three turnovers and seven plays. Um, what happens? What changes the complexion of a game? I know you always say it isn't one play or it isn't one thing, but w- what happens if things are going so well and then all of a sudden, you know, it's that thing you've told us for years, you can't learn how to win a game yeah. until you learn how not to lose. Yeah, and there's lots of ways to lose. You know, we played San Francisco the week before and they just were, they played better, more physical, all those things. And then, you know, we come home, we play against a good team, you know, returning Super Bowl team that's obviously has a lot of talent. And we just, you know, we held them to like, I don't know, 35 yards, 70 yards or something like that in the first half before their two-minute drive. We were playing great, and we came out in the second half. And just, you know, there's no explanation for it other than it was just a loss of focus, loss of concentration. And, you know, bat, that's what leads to bad plays. You know, from my standpoint, I can always, you know, there's ways you can handle adversity. One is you point fingers at other people, which we don't do. You know, another thing you do is you quit. And that's not what we do. Another thing is you point a finger at yourself. And that's what we do. And I got to I gotta do a better job. And I got to be better for my team. I got to be better for our organization. I got to be better for our fans. And I'm just, all it does is motivate me to work harder. And, you know, I'm, I've, I've definitely been challenged, you know, in, in you know, different ways um and it's this is what resilience is all about this is not folding the tent when things get hard this is about you know fighting your way through it and figuring out how to overcome it and in a crazy 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 way our whole our whole season still ahead of us no one would ever imagine that and you know what it doesn't matter if you don't take advantage of that but we have an opportunity to do something about it and you know, we're, we're at the home stretch. There's three games to play, and it's been very frustrating, a lot of things. Um, it's been very difficult dealing with the losses. And at the same time, does that detract from your confidence? Is that going to lead to a shitty week of practice and a lack of preparation for a game that we need to go win? And we got to figure out how to win and go to Sunday night in Arizona on Christmas to figure out how to win a game. And I think when you point the finger at yourself, that's the only way to get better. You know, and, you know, I know my teammates feel the same way. Jim Gray with Tom Brady. We're here on Let's Go. We're going to be joined by Snoop Dogg. He's our special guest here uh, for our Christmas edition. The most special guest. He's an amazing guy. He is an amazing guy, and uh, he's 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 a, he's a legendary guy, and he's a treasure. Uh, so we got Snoop coming up. Uh, our program is brought to you by USAA. USAA was started in 1922 by a group of soldiers who made a promise to take care of their own. And after 100 years, USAA is still serving the military and their families. Find out more at USAA.com slash 100. USAA.
Tom, can you talk about the emotional aspect that this takes on you? You're so used to winning, uh, and now you find yourself in this circumstance. You've gone from GOAT by winning that game against New Orleans. Uh, everybody's saying, how does he keep doing this? He's just incredible to now what's happened in the last two weeks. It's like, why is he still playing this game? Uh, can you talk about just the emotional aspect? Forget about what outsiders think, what, what's going on with you internally. No, it's a good question, and, and it's interesting because you would think, oh, well, why is he still playing? Because all you want to do is win, and that's all sports should be about is winning. And I agree, it should be about winning. But it's also, I, I'm looking at like, no, what am I learning? What am I learning from you know putting a similar amount of energy in over the last couple of years and not winning? What is that teaching me? You know, why should we feel like we're just entitled to win all the time? We're not. That's not what life's about. You know, and I think anyone who's gone through life and struggles at their job or struggles in other aspects of life, when you do put effort and energy into it, you know, what are you learning from that as opposed to, you know, why is that happening to you and for you? You know, why, why you're not a victim of that. We're not a victim of losing games. The sun came up today. We got something to do about it. We woke up, we have a chance. Why, you know, this is not the time to, you know, feel sorry for yourself. So get up, go into work and make it better and improve it and work harder and work more determined. And, you know, it's, it's so easy to throw in the towel. It's so easy. That's what most people want. It's why you listen on TV and, oh, it's what you should have done. Well, yeah, if you're a loser, that's what you should do. You should just, just fold the tent when things don't go the way you want. That's not the way life is. You know, so what have you learned? What what is the lessons? What have you specifically learned in these last whatever thirteen weeks that you didn't have already in your table of contents? A lot of them. A lot of them are very personal that you know I don't really care to share. I mean, they really don't. It's just look, we all have physical, mental, emotional aspects to us, and all those things are challenged. Some years you are challenged a little more physically. You got to overcome some adversities physically. Maybe you get. You know, I took a big shot in my shoulder this year. You know, did it or did it did it derail me? Not at all. I just had to deal with it. And I've dealt with that in the past. You know, the emotional challenges of losing and um, those challenges, those are hard. Those are really hard. It's hard to show up every day to the media and say, well, why aren't you getting it done? What's wrong with you? Why is it, you know, why are you guys not performing the way you want? I've never had to deal with that. And you know what? It's not very fun. And I have a lot more empathy for guys that are putting all that time and energy in and things aren't going their way. And that could be not just a football player, you know, that it, not just, you know, that's anyone in their job. That could be at the guy working at UPS. That could be a guy working in the military. That could be working in a sales office. That could be Killian Mbappe who scored three goals in the world cup. And you know what? The team just didn't win, you know? So it's just, it's life. You're not entitled to winning. You're no one's guaranteed winning. No one's guaranteed tomorrow. The sun came up today, and you're going to try to make this day the best day you can based on what happened the day before and, you know, what can you learn and what can you what can motivate you to go forward. And is it compounded because you're the leader that you are, because you've won the seven Super Bowls and because everybody's looking to you? Yeah, and as they should, and, I, and I, that's something I got to do a better job of. You know, I got to do a better job of that. These next three weeks, I have to do my best I can with my enthusiasm, my energy, and my emotion – directed in the appropriate way toward everyone my coaches my teammates the opponents my personal life all those things have to be focused in the right way and you know that's what that's what being a professional really is and uh you know that's what i'm working hard at still our program let's go jim gray with tom brady we're brought to you by american express 
It's easy to get excited about going to the game. You love hearing the sound of the whistle or smelling the game day concessions all the way from your seat. That's what reminds you of the thrill of the game. And you know that Amex is going to be there with you every step of the way because when you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Well, we got Snoop Dogg coming up. Uh, he's going to brighten things up. We're going to have a lot of fun with Snoop Dogg. Before we bring him on, let's talk about the remaining three games. You haven't played on Christmas. You've watched NBA on Christmas. Uh, you've seen other athletes participate. Now you're going to be spending Christmas Eve in a hotel in Arizona somewhere. And Christmas Day, you're going to wake up to perhaps housekeeping knocking on your door. Then you got a game. The yep. game on Sunday night. What's this going to be like for you? It's, it'll be a new experience that I've never had before that I'm going to learn how to deal with. And I think that's what life's about. So you just asked a question about what have you learned from this football season? You know, I'm going to learn how to deal with Christmas Eve in a hotel. And I'm going to have to learn how to deal with Christmas and Christmas night and still go out there and be a professional. And then look forward to celebrating Christmas with my kids, uh, you know, the day after, which is, you know, just part of what. You know, part of what football season has been for a long time. So, you know, it's just, again, emotional aspects that allow us to thrive. There's physical, mental, emotion, physical, mental, emotional. And that's what, you know, those are those are the different challenges that we face in our lives and, and all of us. Like I said, there's I talked to a businessman. He was like, God, you know, all your injuries, you know, over the years. I said, yeah, football's football's a tough sport. You know, there's a lot of injuries to deal with. And he goes, look, I've been a businessman all these years. There's a lot of shit I deal with, too. You know, I deal with anxiety. I deal with stress. I deal with all that. I deal with high blood pressure. I deal with that, you know, and I said, you're right. You're right. We all have our battles. You know, I may deal with broken fingers and broken ribs and torn ligaments, but you know, other people are dealing with shit too. And that's, that's, that's good perspective to have. Perhaps without being flipping, you should have asked him, does the guy at the desk next to you come over and smack you in the head every once in a while? <laughs> you're right. Maybe there should be, no, there shouldn't be a lot of that, but. At least in football, it's legal, so I guess we're cool with it. All right, Tom, you ready to laugh? It's Christmas. Absolutely. It's, it's Happy New Year's. We're going to laugh. We got Snoop Dogg coming up. Remind everybody, our program is brought to you by Bank of America. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, even football fans can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking. What would you like the power to do? Member FDIC. Snoop Dogg with us next right here on Let's Go on Sirius XM. Hey there, everybody. I'm Jake Mitz. And I'm Jordan Schusterman, and we are the hosts of Baseball Barbacast. If you like your baseball analysis with a dash of joy and fun, then boy, oh boy, do I have the podcast for you. Jordan and I break down all things MLB and beyond twice a week, every Monday and Thursday here on Baseball Barbacast. You can download the Baseball Barbacast on the SXM app, available with all of our trials and popular plans, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I guarantee a good time. Welcome back to Let's Go. I'm Jim Gray along with Tom Brady. We got a great guest, the one and only, the great Snoop Dogg. Our show is brought to you by K Jewelers. The holidays are just days away, but there's still time to find an unforgettable gift for everyone on your list at K. And save time when you shop online and choose in-store pickup. This holiday, celebrate every kiss with K. And every kiss begins with K. <laughs> Snoop, you it. hit it out of the park right there. Hey, Snake, 
Clay Tommy right now, so that was our comparison. Oh, why are we doing this? Every kiss up. begins with K. <laughs> I need some work. Every kiss begins with K. That's way better than yours, Scratchy. Oh, my goodness. Hey, Snoop, thanks for joining us, pal. Anytime, Happy holidays. Man, this is Goat Talk right here, man. Anytime I can get on a, a chat, a video chat with you and TB, I mean, this is an honor and a treat for me. Same here. It's a huge honor for us. How would you describe this weekend in sports? Tiger Woods playing with his son, the World Cup. We saw Messi, uh, another GOAT, uh, get to hold the World Cup. We had those great comebacks in the National Football League, uh, the greatest comeback ever. What, what would you say this weekend was in sports, uh, Snoop? This week was everything what sports was meant to be. It brings people together. It gives you heartbreak. It gives you excitement. It gives you, you know, hope. It gives you root for. It gives you legends. Sports is the is the melting pot to bringing the whole world together. If you mm -hmm. notice when that World Cup was on, even if you wasn't rooting for a player, you just was happy to see that this was something that could bring the world together, a mm -hmm. world sport, a dominant sport that the whole world can be engaged in. And this week was so exciting because it was like some games that was lost was exciting, some games that was won. But at the same time, it's sports. Somebody has to win and somebody has to lose. You know, I think, too, it's just so few things in our lives, you know, bring us together like that. I saw that scene outside of like Buenos Aires and like the way the people just it's amazing how, you know, just this one ball brings so many people, you know, it, it just aligns so many people in a positive way. Yeah. Negative ways can bring people together, too, you know, in a, in a crazy way. You know, you see. You know, wars, obviously, as an example, is a bad example, but, you know, it's a it's nice to see joyful things bring people together in sports, the World Cup, the Olympics, you know, in America, you know, our sporting events are bring so many people together. So it's great to see everyone feels a part of it. It's live. It's in the moment. Every emotion like I was watching the Raider game yesterday. I saw that last play and it's like it's it's so bad and then oh my god it's so good and where else in life do things like that happen you know and i've been on the winning end of those man i go crazy i don't even know how to feel you don't even know what to feel <laughs> it's just it's really shitty and the next thing you know it's unbelievable you know yeah. and that's what you're that's what you're always hoping for as a spectator and certainly as a player snoop i know you love and appreciate sound listen to andres Cantor as he called the game in Spanish for the world feed and for the Spanish-speaking world. Va Montiel! Montiel no! See, that's, that's the sound of a country. That's mm -hmm. not a team. It's a difference when you have a team that wins a championship and you have a state that celebrates. That's a whole country. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? That's a whole country that that spirit is brought through that man's voice. You can feel it. You can hear it in him. That felt good. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy, do you know Messi? Never met him. Nope, never come across him. Obviously, watched him a long time, and and um, just amazing player. I mean, for you know, pretty mellow guy. You know, just just been an unbelievable player, and just been pretty chill, and you know, goes about his business, keeps things pretty private. But man, what a player, and what a what a career, unbelievable. 
That's crazy, Tom. You ain't never met Messi. I ain't never met Michael Jordan. What? Is that right? As many games as you've been to, Snoop, sitting courtside? I'm a Laker fan. I don't be trying to go fraternize with the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what's interesting? Jack Nicholson has the exact same feeling because Jack would attend all the games and he never went into the locker room. And Kobe Bryant told me after all those years, he'd only met him once. And, and so I asked Jack, I said, what's the deal here? You don't talk to Kobe. You talk to all everybody else and everybody on the side. He says, I'm not backstage. I don't like people coming into the trailer before I work. Why would they want me in the locker room? It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of right. I met Jack Nicholas for the first time. Um, I was playing golf at Augusta last year. Very fortunate to go there. And I was playing. And um, they said, oh, you know, Jack Nicholas is. And obviously my dad is a huge Jack Nicholas fan. Obviously I was too. And they said, no, he's out here. He's not playing. But, um, you know, he's out there with his grandkids. But as we were finishing 18, he was waiting there. And I thought, what are the highlights of my life, you know, to meet that? You know, and someone that I had obviously seen for, heard my dad talk about, watch, and then all of a sudden he's there as we're finishing up our round. That was an amazing feeling for me. That's a beautiful thing when you can actually become that someone that you idolize or that you watched as a kid. Like to be able to, like when I watched you the other day, Tom, when you, the game was over with and the youngster came to you with the jersey. Your emotions didn't even allow you to even entertain we lost get out my face you went straight to here you go young man yeah right i know this what this means to you i'm mad as hell right now but this is bigger than me right now this is about you watching me as a kid and this is the biggest thing that's probably ever gonna happen to you so let me give you that moment right here here you go yeah. that was beautiful because I, I, that's what i loved about the loss was what you did right there that was beautiful yeah. Do you do that much, Snoop, with people that, you know, young artists, obviously they, you're, they look up to you so much. I mean, how do you feel? That's got to be an amazing feeling, right? It's crazy because, for example, Future, the artist Future, he came to me before he had a record deal and he had a few dollars for me to rap on his album. So I put a verse on his album, rap with him. His record came out five, six years later. He's the biggest rapper in the world. So it's wow. like when you like to watch you do that is the same reflection it's like i i thrive when i see youngsters that admire me and are inspired by me and then become better than me or become their own you know professional at what they do it's interesting for me too like i think and i said this the other i think i said this a week or two ago but i think when you play football right your emotions are a high high level because it's so it's physical contact so there's an anger emotion that is in you you know yeah you're competing but it's not like it's golf you know it's it's a man i want to let's get these guys you know let they're the enemy so i think it's as you get older especially for me because i know a lot of these young guys look up to me so much and my word carries a lot of weight even with my own teammates but when i was young you know i was in ray lewis's face you know i was i was in you know ed ed reed and those guys i love and respect so much but it's different now i don't feel like i can do that because i feel like i'm giving them it's almost it's just a wrong um i don't want them to have that feeling you know what i mean and i feel that way but i almost feel like god if i do that 
then it's not like a contemporary saying it. It's more like, man, that Tom Brady, what an asshole. But they're going to you know? love you whether you beat them or they beat you. That's what I come to find out. It's like you got that kind of effect where it's like even after they lose, <laughs> they running after you. Hey, Tom, you guys kicked your ass. Could you sign my jersey? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm cooler than that. Feel good when that happens. It does, but I bet we've been losing too much this year to feel that way. So, fuck, I've been on the losing end too many times this year. Come on, TB. You had so many great seasons. You know, we got to we gotta see if you got what it takes to bounce back one more time. You're right. And that's what I've been thinking about today. You know, what is this teaching me? What is this? And it's just teaching me things about me that I never, you know, that I've never had to deal with, you know, what type of adversities. And, you know, like I, I even tell my kids, you know, like, I don't want, I want you to fail. I really want you to fail because I want to see what happens when you fail. And I think part of me right now is just, this has been tough. You know, we're six and eight, hasn't gone the way it's wanted, but what's it teaching me? What am I going to do? How am I going to show up? How am I going to persevere? How am I going to find the positivity? How am I going to find the blessing? How am I going to find, you know, the, the, the obstacles the way, you know, and you got to just overcome it and you got to show up more determined you know, more focused and see what you can make of it. So that's what I'm going to do. What I, what, I, what I was taught was when you're winning, you don't focus on what you're doing wrong. You focus on what you're doing right. And sometimes winning breeds the wrong character because it doesn't teach you what you could be better at. So when you do happen to lose, it helps you focus in on what you can get better at. So you're going to be all right. This is what you do, TB. I've been hey, watching you for a long time, baby. I know. Snoop, what about you? When you have, so let's say you have a bad night. What's it look like? When you have a bad it's night, like, you're like, damn, it just was not the way I wanted it to go. What's that look like for you? It looks like when I'm on stage and I feel like I'm 51 now, my legs is tired, I can't dance like I used to, uh, forgetting some of the words to the songs, tired as a motherfucker trying to hear him get to the last song. You know what I'm saying? So it's like yeah. things like that where it used to be, I used to be, I love being on stage. Like, you have to pull me off stage. Now it's like I'm looking at the clock like, uh... <laughs> 50, how I many? 58 minutes, 59. Thank you. Good evening. Have a great night. <laughs> I know what I think in some ways I relate to that because there's such an expectation that people have. You don't want to let anyone down. You want to give them, you know, and it, you, it, we're not perfect. This is an in the moment thing. So it's like they're expecting, man, perfection every time out. You know, and it's hard sometimes because you want perfection, too, but it just doesn't go that way because it's not scripted. You don't get we're not actors. This isn't hell. Take two. No, man, this is I wish I could said last night. No, give me that one back. You know, stop the tape. Let's run that one back. But that's not the way it works. We don't have a rewind button on our on our games. <laughs> no, I wish. Do you know Snoop? Do you know when you have a great show? Yeah. You can feel it. It's like the energy, the people, the like the it's just a spirit. It's more about a spirit. Like you can feel it when people leave and they smile and they enjoying themselves. It's like it's the energy. I can't even explain it. It's something that I've gained over the years where it's an energy. I know you got it too, Tom. It's the energy. Like even when you plan and you feel the crowd getting you going, it's like it's something about it where it be we become one. Yeah. Yeah. Jim Gray, along with Snoop Dogg and Tom Brady, we're here on Let's Go. For your next special occasion, visit Mastro's, an unmatched dining experience. Known for its world-class service and exquisite cuisine, Mastro's offers the finest prime steaks and freshest seafood, all in a lively atmosphere. Visit Mastro's.com for locations and reservations. We're sending Snoop to Mastro's, Morton's, Del Frisco. Snoop can go wherever he wants. Bring the band, Snoop. Come on. That's right.
Yeah, hello. This is Snoop Dogg. I'm calling for Jim Gray. Yeah, he got some money he owed me. Tell him to give me my money right now. Bye. What you holding right there, Snoop? That's a lot. That's the Jim Gray phone. I like I like that. That looked like Money Mayweather. That's more money than he carrying around. That's the Jim Gray phone, baby. All right, let's talk about that Raiders play. Tommy, I know that uh, that went against your Patriots, uh, but uh, and it doesn't make up for the tuck rule game. Uh, nope. because they'll never get over that, but <laughs> yeah. they'll be playing that one for a long time in, in Raider land, the Raider nation. Yeah. yeah. That was, that was crazy. I mean, crazy. And I was a part of the one in Miami, um, with 2017 when we lost at, you know, at Miami on the Miami miracle, it was just so improbable for that to happen. And, you know, I saw that highlight as I was driving home from the game yesterday and it's just sports, man. They just, it's. You never know. You never know. I mean, anything can happen. And it's the coordination of so many people, right? Because there's a lot of players. And there's you, the quarterback gets the play call from the coach. The, uh, the quarterback, you know, gives the information to the players. Now the players got to do something with it. And the coach isn't talking to everybody. You try to prepare in advance. And, you know, it's just a crazy game. And, you know, I saw Ramondre got the ball. It was a great run. I'm sure the Raiders at that point were like, tackle him, tackle him. Then they pitched it to Jacoby, and Jacoby's <laughs> trying to make it happen. And next thing you know, Jacoby got it. Oh, you! And then in the moment, you might lose your train of thought because you lose what's really going on in the situation. You think, oh, someone tossed me a ball. I got to make a play. And that's the worst. Sometimes that's the worst thing when you say, I got to make a play. I got to make a play. And, you know, the play was obviously to go to overtime, but, man, that's sports. And it goes from, oh, my God, tackle that guy to, oh, my God, we got the ball. And then the Patriots are saying, tackle that guy. And they couldn't get him on the ground. So it's crazy sport. And I know that is not in Bill Belichick's playbook with all that nonsense. <laughs> he is not with the nonsense. I could just see him like, what in the hell is going on? Get down, young man. Get down. I know. It's hard. It's so hard. And how do you I think, think that meeting went with Coach Belichick today, Tommy? Give us an idea how that went. You know what? It's uh, they're all they're all learning. This is the thing. I think they're all learning lessons, but at the same time, that's probably never going to happen again. So just like that Miami miracle, we we changed some strategy after that play. I think there's another word for just kneel on the ball and go to overtime. But it it wasn't good. And there's probably look. There's a lot of reasons why you win or lose. And I know, you know, everyone always points to one play and that particular play because it was so incredible. They're going to show it probably forever. But there was probably other plays in the game, which knowing Coach Belichick, he's probably like, guys, these are the 20 other things we could have done to win the game right. too, which is, you know, part of his great coaching. Now, Snoop, that was done with the reverence and respect of a man who he won six Super Bowls with. Now give it to us real. <laughs> what do you think Coach Belichick really was saying today? Cussing them the fuck out right now. <laughs> Do your job. God damn it, I've said it over and over again. And you just won't listen. Uh, I know. I know. I can hear Mr. Crab. Bill, I told you, I don't know what these guys are doing. They should have just took a knee and went to overtime. Uh, I know. <laughs> I was a part of a play yesterday. That's the first time it's ever happened to me. I went to hand the ball off and fumbled the ball. I literally reached to the running back. And it's one inch from his stomach, and the ball squirts out of my hands. I mean, I had never in my life. Is that five times? <laughs> no, that's did he have that's, to put uh, his hand in the, in the in the bread basket? No, that's father fucking ridiculousness is what it is. <laughs> it has nothing to do with anything other than father time. That's just nonsense. 
You've probably actually done that play, what, four or 500,000 times? Hand on the ball? I mean, yeah, 100, 200,000 times. In practice, games, yeah, endless times. First time? First time, yeah. I mean, I know I've, I've fumbled other handoffs, but not in that way where, you know, I caught, must have been a, a wet, greasy spot on the ball, and it just slipped out. I mean, so, you almost yeah, lost your thumb on? on a handoff in practice a few years ago before you had the Super a Bowl, right? Glove on? You, you I, I had a glove, and the thing is they make these silicone gloves, but if there's a little moisture on these silicone gloves, they get really slick. And I don't know what ha- – yeah. I mean, look, no excuses. I don't want to make it seem like there's an excuse. There's no excuse for it. The reality is a lack of concentration and inexcusable, and that's why we lost. So it's fucking – that's why you wake up at 3.12 in the morning, which was my first time I woke up today. Jim Gray with Snoop Dogg and Tom Brady. We're here on Let's Go. Our program's brought to you by Brady Brand. Check it out at BradyBrand.com, including the brand-new Brady Pant. Great Christmas gift. BradyBrand.com, where you can look good and feel even better. We know you know that, Snoop. Brady Brand, let's go. Brady, Brady, Brady Brand. There you go. Brady, Brady Brand. Brady, I got to ship Brady, some stuff Brady, to Snoop. Brady. That's what I'm going to do. I can't really get it in my hands. <laughs> <laughs> that's, we that's got pretty, You're hired. Else. We could not have one for that. Damn, you're bro. hired, but I don't think we can afford you. <laughs> <laughs> that's on the house, baby. California love. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever rapped about Tom? Yeah, I got a song called Swivel. I keep my head on the swivel. I'm, I was I was playing quarterback the whole song where I'm like I'm in the pocket like Brady and you know what I'm saying the whole night and come on man that's what I do. <laughs> Snoop and you're branding everything. I mean you got you got Snoop wine, you got Snoop cartoons, you got you got Snoop everything. We live in life right now, Jim. You know what I, I found out that people love me, so I got to give people what they love, like. From the babies, I've created a, a kid program called Doggy Land, where we're teaching from ages toddlers to like six or seven years old. Then I got for the, the grown people that love me, I got wine products for them, and then I got this for the people that want to hear this and this. I'm like, I'm living life, man. I figured out what I'm supposed to be doing here. I'm supposed to be entertaining and giving people love, and that's what I'm doing. Does that take a toll on you, Snoop? Taking, it really you know- don't. It's 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 to it's to make me get up. It's what I. I love this shit, Tom, but at the same time, I'm 51 now. So it's mm-hmm. like the moves I used to make, I have to take my time. I can't run. I got to jog now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we had a lightning round for you. We had a couple of questions we wanted to ask you, Snoop, before we let Let's you go. go. It's our Let's Christmas go. celebration. How Let's long do you go. think you could last on the TB12 diet? <laughs> what is the diet? Hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> Oh no! I may have to break the diet after after day two. I started, but then I'm gonna have to. Get what do you out like of- to eat, Snoop? What do you like to eat? I'll tell you if it's on the on the regimen. I like pastas, chicken. I like steak. I like salads, fruits, bread. That works. That all works. A little, little less bread, but that all works. I got another one. So if I was a rapper, what would my stage name be? Calvin Brodus. Your name would be the goat with the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like. You know, that. I'm wondering. I'm wondering when kids come in your neighborhood, Snoop, and you tell them to stay off the grass. Uh, how do they take that? Because it, it has entirely different meaning when that comes from you. <laughs> they they understand what it means. 
They play on the grass all day, but when nighttime comes, they know they stay off the grass. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great response. That's terrific. That's so good. Snoop, what was the what was the most stoned you've ever been in your whole life? With Willie fucking Nelson. <laughs> we was in Amsterdam on 420, and he was doing a concert out there. He performed on the 19th, and I performed on the 20th. So we went back to his hotel room. And we was playing dominoes. So Willie had a vape, a joint, I had a blunt, and he had a pipe. So me and him playing dominoes one-on-one. He whooping my ass, and I'm just getting higher and higher and higher, and he just keep passing it to me. And I'm like, this old motherfucker's out smoking me, and I'm trying to stop, but I can't because I don't want to show no signs of weakness. So then 15 minutes into the session, I say, Willie, hey, man, let's get something to eat, man. And we go to Kentucky Fried Chicken, right? So we're in the back of the van. And when they bring the chicken from the drive-thru, they give it to us. And me and Willie both put our hands in the bucket at the same time. And we grab the same piece of chicken, Tom. And I look at Willie and I say, it's yours, cuz. That's amazing. That's amazing. What a great story. That's great awesome. story. You know, That's I've always awesome. wanted to ask you this, Snoop. Do you think the dogs name their owners? <laughs> I do. I really do. I really do. I, and I'm going to tell you why. Because a lot of times when I meet people with dogs, the dogs don't even know me, but they know me. Meaning that it could be a pit bull, a rock or a German shepherd. The meanest dog on the block. But when they see me, they run up to me and they... And then they'll say something to me, and then the owners would be like, my dog's never done that before. And I'm like, your dog don't know you. Your dog knows me. <laughs> what did your dog name you? Uh, the dog father. Yes, sir. The one and only. The one and only. The dog father of civilization. Hey, Snoop, hearing that Willie Nelson story, I'm just wondering, how do you possibly remember all of your passwords? They easy. <laughs> they they like they like they like uh uh nursery rhymes, but I don't want you to try to figure this shit out on the air and have motherfuckers try to guess my code. You know? <laughs> All right, as we wrap it up, uh last year we had Andrea Bocelli uh, come on, and this is what it sounded like. Goddess. Let it triumphantes venite, venite, in And Snoop, I know your favorite is chestnuts roasting on an open fire, so we got a little background for you. You do? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I'm going to change mine and make it a little bit rated R right now for the holiday Wait a minute. Season. Here comes chestnuts. No, not chestnuts. These nuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at the night. It's time for Jim Gray and TB to get away. But before they do, 
roasting on a blunt, <laughs> on an open fire, Jack Frost nipping at the smoke. Oh, Jim, oh, Tom, what a time that we had. Happy holidays from the D-O-double-G. <laughs> I love that. Snoop. That's a Christmas tree for your ass, Jim Gray. Snoop, you're a treasure, man. We love you. You made Absolutely. us all smile. You're just fantastic. You're the GOAT, buddy. Thanks for coming yeah. on. Let's go. Love y'all, man. TV, stay strong, man. I'm with you, baby. Take it one game at a time, OG. We still in the playoffs, one at a time. You got it. Love you, my man. Love you Thank too, you. bro. Y'all stay safe. Thanks, Dave. Tom, it was great to have Snoop Dogg on. What a, what a fun national treasure this guy is. And, and I'm so proud of him and, and what he's made of himself. And, and he's, he's a huge, he's a, he's a worldwide superstar. And from where he began to where he is, it's just great. Yes, he's an amazing guy. And I think as great as an artist as he is and as great as a performer he is, I think what he does for people and how he gives back to his community is the thing that I think I admire most. You know, anyone could be blessed with ability to throw a football or anyone could be blessed with the ability to have a great voice. And that's amazing. That's an incredible talent. But, you know, when you provide service to people and what he's done with youth football and, you know, how he just makes people's day and he's always on and he's always uh, inspiring other people to come from all aspects of their life to, you know, be something more than where they started and to bring people along with them. And I've known him a long time. And uh, he's never changed, and he's authentic, and that's why everyone loves him, including me. Tom, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and we will talk to you next Monday night. Good luck in Arizona. Thank you. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to all our listeners. We appreciate you guys. So much gratitude for you guys listening and tuning in, and we're just going to continue to do our best to provide you with some fun stuff and to try to inspire you a little bit and to, uh, to try to keep it real. Thank you. That's Tom Brady. He's our expert. And any athlete will tell you it helps to work with an expert. For buying or refinancing a home, your expert is an independent mortgage broker. You can find one at findamortgagebroker.com. It's powered by the number one mortgage lender in America, United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, number 3038. It's licensed in all 50 states and the District of Columbia. Let's go, presented by Hertz. We want to thank our terrific producer, Dave the Snake Hagen, with production assistance from Harris Fabishoff. And gratitude and great thanks to our sponsors, Hertz, American Express, USAA, Bank of America, K Jewelers, United Wholesale Mortgage, Brady Brand, and Mastro's. Let's Go Podcast with Tom Brady was produced by 199 Productions and Scratchy Productions in collaboration with Shadow Lion. Merry Christmas, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. And we will talk to you again next week right here on Let's Go on Sirius XM. XM Podcasts.